Hi, this is Kristen Cabrera, reporter-producer from the Texas Standard. One of the coolest things about working on the show is getting to tell stories from my community, like this one I did on high school UAL Mariachi. But you know, this is Texas. You'd be hard-pressed to go a week without hearing. Dun-dun! Listen anytime to the Texas Standard, wherever you get your podcasts. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that change their lives and give us all a glimpse into some aspect of their creative process. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and my voice is back. Yay! And this week on This Song, we'll be hearing from Kelsey Ayer and Nick Ewing of Local Natives. They've released their third record, Sunlit Youth, last year, and we've been loving the songs, Past Lives and Psycho Lovers, off that record here at KUTX the radio station where we make this podcast. They came to Austin City Limits Festival in October. And while they were here, Kelsey and Nick took the time to sit down with me and tell me about songs that reinforced to both of them that sometime an open expression of pain can not only create like healing catharsis for the listener, but can also be inspiring. So here they are, Kelsey Ayer and Nick Ewing of Local Natives. Well, um, so I just recently had a uh, Fleetwood Mac awakening. Uh, and I remember listening to rumors like 10 years ago, and I'm like, oh, like, whatever. So for the longest time, I it didn't really resonate with me uh, until Ryan. Uh, I was talking with him. He's in, he's the other dude in our band, um, and he was saying, "Oh, have you heard Sarah from Fleetwood Mac?" I was like, "No, I have never heard it." He's like, "Oh, you would love this." He puts on the song, and I can't I can't even handle it, and I start crying. Wait a minute, baby. Stay with me. Said you give me love, but you never told me about the fire. And I start like I'm like tearing up, and I'm hearing like the like really soft like um, uh, brushes on the snare, the really close to mic, and the, just the the production on the song is so beautiful and so like you feel like you're right there, like each drum is on either side of your head. And then she's singing. I don't know, something about this song, just the way that all the elements perfectly feel like they meld into one haze, this one just like, this one like, body of liquid maybe that you're that you're submerged into where all the backing vocals are all reverbed out and they feel like this choral bed for for this person grieving about something and I didn't even know what it was at the time but you can feel 
emotion from from that and and it felt supportive and it felt like like this was it felt like ascending to something bigger wrote it about she was going to have a, a baby and, and, and she had an abortion and she wrote it to her unborn child and it just like hit me so hard how life has so many horrible things that happen to you but like to be able to like channel that into something beautiful is an, in, an incredible gift and, and yeah it just hit me so hard so that that one really shook me up I really love melancholy sad ballads stuff that brings you the feels. That's that's what I like. I, I I just really resonate with that. I think that you know you get through so much stuff when you can process it with you know music. I feel like you, it just lets you sit back and it's like therapy. You know, so I love that. Wow. So you heard it a couple of years ago, which means it was between the time when you put out your last record, Hummingbird, and this record. Sure. Were you like, and that record was a pretty like sad record right like were you still in a space where you needed to process some stuff or like were you writing for the new record or was it just totally a separate thing um i mean i think definitely i i think fleetwood mac has has sort of uh wiggled its way into um our new record a little bit um it was more kind of juxtaposing um i think influences together uh, like we were, we were into yeah, like Fleetwood Mac stuff, but we were also really in like listening to Mad Villain. Living off borrowed time, the clock ticked faster. That'll be the hour they knocked the slick blaster. Dick we were listening to John Hopkins. And it was just kind of this, uh, this melting pot, if you will, I guess, of of influences and yeah. We had gotten out all of our processing, I think, and all of our grief on our second record, toured that to what felt like no end. Um, <laughs> and, you know, coming out on the other side of that, um, I guess maybe maybe personally, um, I, I still look to sad songs to make me happy. So I, I don't think that will ever go away. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's parts of Fleetwood Mac on this record for sure. But I love the idea of, like, music, sad music that makes you happy. Like, sad music that gets you to the other side of whatever it is. Or like, Yeah, I don't know. I think it does that for me. I think everyone needs equilibrium in their lives. And I think, you know, that's what we all strive for, to have, like, an even keel. And I think in my personal life, I'm pretty happy. I joke around a lot. I, I, and, and, and I think it balances me to to go to darker places with my music. It's a need that I have. I, I just like love like just listening to Portishead and watching Mr. Robot and just like having <laughs> a great time. Uh, Getting dark. Yeah. 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 I don't know why. The yin and yang. Right, course. right. Yeah. I mean, I'm a suicide girl. <laughs> I'm going to pick What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. I feel like awesome. maybe a very similar timeline, timeline for me where I've always known the album, I've obviously known him, but I feel like 
a year ago. I don't know. I just got in the big Marvin Gaye phase, especially that album. Mother, mother, there's too many of you to cry. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you die. It's definitely a soul album, but there's like this thread of like you can. It feels like you're in the room. You can you can see like all the musicians like playing the same instruments on the same songs on the on the same like on the record. And that track, he like double tracked it. So there's like these little nuances where he's like singing the same lead, but they're two different takes. So like you know sometimes you like kind of go up and you'll go down another one. But they're just so minute, and I feel like that, and it makes it feel like so much more human. You don't really like really notice it. At first, you know we've got to find a way to bring some love and get the today. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it makes me not sad and hopeful and maybe a little angry at the, at the world too. And so it's just a weird mix of emotions. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? surprised if a lot of people are having a similar like um, reaction to that song because that song it's so relevant it's right now like it's it really, now as it was then I mean it, it yeah. feels like it could have been written so that we can kind of all process this like trauma that we're kind of like witnessing you know yeah daily yeah now, you know yeah yeah and I know I mean I've read with the new record like you guys it's a very upbeat record but you guys always kind of talk about it in relation to what's happening in the world. Like it's not, it's not like um, ignoring it, yeah, but right. it's like kind of how do we live within it? Am I, am I getting this kind of right? Totally. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think we're trying to find some sort of hopeful thread throughout, you know, this, the, all, all these crazy, horrible events that, that keep happening all around us. Um, and I think that was, yeah, a focus for us where we wanted to be more outward and talk about the things that we're, we're seeing, but still give more reason than not to be hopeful, you know, because I, I feel like with every generation and all these like young people, they always know, they always know where the world should be. And they're always like talking to the older generation and they're like, they're trying to tell them that they're wrong and like, you know, they're. I just feel like there's a lot of reasons to be to be hopeful when you see each new generation has the 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 same idea that like it's gender equality makes sense it uh, you know like like racism should end like like <laughs> these things that they are so clear to, to if you were just born you know yesterday yeah it would be so clear to you how horrible it is for certain people how 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 hard it is to, to, to grow up black in America or you know, around the world, you know, it's just like, it is, it makes sense that everyone wants to be, you know, happy and live their lives without having to deal with things that don't matter. We, we, we talk about this all the time, how activism uh, is a very slow moving thing. And it's, and it's like, because of all these little, little changes that big, big change happens. Like you have to keep fighting, you have to keep positive and you have to know that not everything's gonna change overnight. But you know, 
like you just keep moving on and try to find, you know, some sort of happiness while we try to right the wrongs of the world. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And I, I think that's maybe why what's going on still feels relevant too, not just because it's talking about the bad stuff, but because it, it is like really hopeful. I mean, yeah. it, that song, like you listen to that song and it makes you like want to go out and change, yeah. you know, and yeah. do things differently. Sometimes even just commenting on the feeling and emotions and humanity, not like I have a, a five point agenda how to like <laughs> to right all these wrongs <laughs> we're just like it, these are like humans feeling something and and i'm feeling something it's definitely not what other people are feeling but it's just like at least talking about those emotions yeah or like how you feel in response to like a tragedy yeah maybe you know that'll get someone else to think or feel something as well i mean as as you know as white people in a in a rock band you know it's it's we're we're never going to experience the you know we have the white male privilege in our in our society and but i mean you know it's just heartbreaking and i it's still still hate it still hate what is happening everywhere else and i you know what is our role in it you know i guess it's I don't know, tell other white males to... Knock it off. To, yeah. <laughs> Chill out, guys. Clue, clue in to, uh, yeah, there are other people than you here. It's just as big of a sin to say, watch and say nothing as to be like actively against it. And I feel like there's so much going on in the world that we can't just ignore and just be like, well, you know, I'm a white male. My life's, my life's chill. I was going to go play some love songs over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go to, you know, my coffee shop, <laughs> get my coffee drink. And the sun that covers me, I let a lifetime go. Psycho Lovers from Local Native's new record, Sunlit Youth. And, you know, Kelsey and Nick, like, they're not the first artists to talk about what's going on. Jim James talked about it when I talked to him. He explained how, along with the music of Curtis Mayfield and Gil Scott Heron and, like, Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life, like, those songs all made him want to move forward and be active. And hip-hop artist Odyssey explained how what's going on showed him that you could write music that made you want to think and made you want to move your body. You can find all of these interviews in our archives on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts, or you can find them all along with all the show notes and Spotify playlists at KUTX.org. And yes, we have Spotify playlists for every episode where we put all the songs referenced in the episode in one place so you can hear the songs all the way through and not just in clips because I mean I love making this podcast and I love listening to it but sometimes I want to hear like the whole song we'll have the Spotify playlist for this episode along with a link to local natives tour dates on the show notes page for this episode they'll be touring much of the U.S. and even a little bit of Canada starting in mid-March, and they're probably coming to your town. Now, also, if you enjoyed this interview, I want to hip you to a podcast produced by our sister station, 
K-U-T. It's called Stuart Hall in Conversations. And, you know, if you're like me, you probably don't know who Stuart Hall is. Like, I really didn't know until I started listening to the podcast. He's a British intellectual who was influential in the later part of the 20th century. And through a series of conversations with people who knew him or were influenced by him, you get to learn not only about Stuart Hall, the man, but also about Stuart Hall's theories, many of which might help you contextualize the current state of affairs. Like, I, for one, have his book, Policing the Crisis, on my own reading list. So if you're trying to make sense of what's going on, I highly recommend listening to Stuart Hall in Conversations. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of this song. This song is a production of KTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by David Sanger and me, Elizabeth McQueen. The interview with Local Natives was recorded by Jack Anderson, and you can catch him on the air Monday through Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. and Saturday from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Taylor Wallace curates our Instagram account and does a killer job, and she's also on the air. You can catch her Saturdays from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. And, hey, I'm on the air on Saturdays right between Jack and Taylor. I'm on the air from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Kelly Seal is our excellent intern, and she has this really cool project called Keep Music Weird. She's putting on shows and producing videos with local Austin artists and You should totally go like Keep Music Weird on Facebook so you can check out what she's doing. Thanks to Deidregat and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all that they do for this podcast. And yes, it's true. Our theme song is Mahout, possibly Mahout, by Austin's own Hard Proof. And have you listened to the episode where I talk to members of Hard Proof? Because you totally should. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Our handle is at this song KTX. You can like us on Facebook, and you can subscribe to this song along with the other KTX podcasts, Austin Music Minute, Liner Notes, and Song of the Day on iTunes. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.
KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there.